Good afternoon. This is the Every Woman Show, and this is Megan with Every Woman, and I am in the studio today with Ari. She is going to talk to us about her interview that she had with Omega X and her wonderful trips to see them in person. And so I'm going to start and allow her to tell us first about Lawrence. You said you went to the Lawrence Show locally here. Yes, I went to the Lawrence Show about two weeks ago, it seems like. Yeah, two weeks ago. It was super fun. I think being a fan of Omega X first, it was definitely a challenge to see if they would ever tour here. So to see them actually come to Kansas and be added to the list of amazing groups that have been here was also amazing. And they also... I feel like shocked a lot of fans on performance-wise, and just their personalities really wooed a lot of our K-pop fans in Kansas. So tell me about the crowd, because I wasn't able to attend that show. How many people would you say were at the Granada? I would say a few hundred people definitely showed up for Omega X. We had people camping out starting maybe at 4 a.m. the day before for this show. Fans were very, very excited like great to be there so i feel like a lot of fans showed up and made sure that they were it was being known that they came for omega x how did you find out about the show in itself well first of all i was a huge fan of omega x and a lot of the members outside of their groups before being in omega x once i found out they were going on tour i made it a priority to get them to kansas even by just, you know, promoting them at several events, which my first time ever playing Omega X in Kansas is when we did the Casey K-pop cover contest and I did a dance cover to Vamos and I had all the cover groups do a dance cover to it. And that was kind of like everyone's first time hearing Omega X in Kansas and it kind of flowed over to them coming on tour here. Well, that's great. I did not realize that's actually how you helped promote them before they even got onto the tour yes. schedule. Then you were able to interview them. You've got a, an interview with them. And so was the interview in L.A.? Because I know you weren't able to do it here in Lawrence. Yes. So since I wasn't able to do it here in Lawrence, I actually did it on Zoom here in Kansas just because it was much easier because they had lots of press going on for their last show in L.A. So I ended up doing it on Zoom, which honestly worked better for me. And which definitely it was more comfortable. And I had a lot of fun talking to the guys. We will get back to talking with you, Ari, after we've listened to the interview that you've had with the guys. All right. Hello. 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 How are you? You're good. Hello. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. My name's Ari. Um, I'm going to be interviewing you guys today. I actually went to your Lawrence show last week. Oh, um, so I got to meet a few of you guys and it was really fun. Oh, yeah. um, so I'm just going to ask you guys a few questions since this is your last show for your tour. What would you say has been your favorite memory so far? Mm-hmm. 
하실 때 너무 감동이었고 그 전전 나라가 어디였죠? 전전 나라? 피닉스 전이 어디였죠? 피닉스 전이 세나토니 세나토니에서 바이너리스타를 할때 제가 어, 핸드폰 플래시 좀 해달라고 후보님께 부탁해서 여기는 그 노래를 부르면서 봤는데 너무 감동적이었습니다 Um, this is Hanjam. So for our last, you know, two songs of the our set list, they're younger and for baby, and we, you know, usually interact with our fans and like have fun with them because it's you know song for them. And they would um, fans would hold uh, the flashlight on their phones and like wave at us. So that's always a very touching moment. And I remember in San Antonio concert um, for when we were performing Binary Star, and I've actually. Actually, asked my fans to our fans to hold up their phones with their flashlight on. So it was a very, very special and touching moment. Nice. So my next question would be, if you could perform only one song, one of your songs for the rest of your life, what song would it be? 그러면 앞으로 이제 남은 평생 동안 딱한 곡만 공연을 할수 있는 어떤 곡을 공연을 하고 싶나요? 아, 제안입니다. Dry Flow. That's a good one. Mm. Okay. I think if I could choose one song that you guys could perform, I really like 1224. That's my favorite. Uh, yeah, we love that too. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. The next question is. Um, you obviously said there's a lot of songs that you guys dedicate to 4X when you're on tour. If you could choose another one other than a Love, what other song would you choose to dedicate to 4X? 이제 여러분 공연 중에 뭐 중간에 그 러브로 스페셜한 무대를 꾸미기도 하면서 굉장히 포엑스를 위한 노래 공연 많이 하셨잖아요. 만약 다른 곡그 팬들 이제 불러서 하는 그런 스페셜 스테이지 때 러브 말고 다른 노래를 할수 있다면 어떤 노래를 선물해주고 싶나요? 네, 재현입니다. 어, 일단, 인트가 캔슬되었던 거에 대해서는 정말 정성스럽게 생각하고 있고요. 어, 일단 저는 돈트도 어떨까 항상 생각을 했었어요. 네, 가사도 달린 품마 아미스도. 그래서, 뭐, 돈트도 괜찮을 것 같다는 생각을 했어요. So, this is Jan. So, first of all, I just want to personally apologize to you for, you know, postponing this interview so far. Um, we are very sorry about that. And um, to answer your question about the song for Borax, um, I was thinking it would be nice to perform like Don't um, for them because there's a lyric uh, line, one line of dive into your arms. And I think that's you know, something our fans would really enjoy listening to. Thanks. The next question, what is your pre-show ritual? By, before you go on stage, do you guys have anything that you do to get ready? 어, 여러분이 공연 전꼭 하는 습관이 있다면 어떤 습관이나 그런 행동이 있을까요? 저는 케빈이를 껴안습니다. 진우를 껴안으면은 약간 진우가 하지 말라고 해. 안한 친구도 이러는 걸 하는데 그게 재밌는 것들 정말 현실만 모르기 때문에 진우로 인해서 정말 약간 뺑소하지 않나. Um, this is Bob. So before show, I like to hug Kevin because when I whenever I hug him, he just pushes me away um, and just tries to run away from me, and that's really fun to um, chase him pretty much um, and hug him. So um, that gives me the energy to really go on stage and like in full power. I do have some just fun 
um, rapid fire questions for you guys. So the first one is, would you rather have seven-year-old Huichan or would you rather have seven Huichans all the time? <laughs> 어 그럼 이제 약간 밸런스 밸런스 게임 같이 진행을 해볼게요. 일곱 살의 피찬 vs 일곱 명이 일곱 살이요. 일곱 살. 세븐 이어. 일곱 And the next one is if you were in an emergency, who would be the first member you would call? <웃음> 만약에 여러분이 정말 큰 사고를 당해서 응급 상황이 있다면은 어떤 멤버를 가장 먼저 전화를 하고 싶나요? 어떤 멤버를? 아, 재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현재현
한결입니다 저는 부모님한테 전화를 해서 네, 무조건 스트레스를 약간 푸는 풀려고 스트레스 부모님이랑 통화하고 보는 스트레스면 안정된 Oh, for me, I always feel comfortable and much better um, every time I call my parents. So whenever I'm stressed, I'll just call them and talk to them. And it makes me feel much better. Yeah, me too. Me too. Well, those were all of my questions, actually. Um, I just wanted to say that I've been a huge Forex for a very long time. So it's been really good to interview you guys and meet you guys. And I'm actually going to be at your LA show. So um, I'll be able to see you guys perform again. Our Kansas City and our Lawrence listeners really love you guys. And we got a lot of feedback how much they had such a fun time at your show. Um, and we hope to see you guys again very soon. Yes, I will be there. Thank you. Have a nice day. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Okay. Well, before we go back and talk about that interview, Ari, we need to take a break here at the station. We'll be right back. Okay, we are back from our break. So let's talk a little bit about the interview. So you interviewed them here, and then you went to L.A. Yes. So did you get to meet any of the guys that you interviewed? Tell me about the L.A. concert. How did it compare to the Lawrence concert? Yeah, so I definitely feel like being in Kansas, seeing the boys was very different from seeing them in their last show in L.A. Just because Kansas, it was definitely a more smaller crowd more hometown k-pop fans versus la being since it was the last show we did have a lot of fans from all 11 stops kind of travel all to this la show to see the boys on their last show of tour and i think that made it really special for them so let me make sure i heard you correctly you said that people who may have or may not have seen them here in lawrence but at other stops throughout the country traveled all the way to la to see them again yes so there was a, a lot of people that came from florida that came from texas that came from new york just to see them on their last show on tour in LA. Wow. And so tell me, tell me the show's energy, because again, I didn't get to go. So was the energy the same between the two locations? Was it different? Did you see like maybe the boys were a little tired or they just were more outgoing? What Did you see any differences? I definitely feel like it being the last show, the boys are definitely more emotional just because obviously there's a lot of hardships on this tour, but it also made them very grateful because they know they had the fans that kept the made them feel more alive, I would say, during the tour. Um, So I would definitely say it made the show more full, uh, more energetic, seeing literally every fan from every other state come here and make the show so big. Well, we do know the tour's name was Don't Give Up, and I think that was very fitting because Mm -hmm. they had a lot of challenges as this tour started and continued. Right. So Don't Give Up was a really good tour name. Yeah, I definitely think that 
it carried very well for this tour and just to know that the fans were beside him the entire time i think that's the most important message for omega x is they're all about their fans they care about them a lot and i feel like it's vice versa like we care for them a lot and i feel like just like a lot of the members said during their ending like meant they said that we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys and vice versa i feel like the fandom for x are very strong and we fight for the boys and make sure they're doing good so just like they do to us so i felt like it was very special i did find a lot of posts of the individual photos with the members it looks like there were a lot of people that got like one or two people i read got all 11 members yes. photos and they were at 20 dollars a piece yes and you so, you know that's tons of money people are spending and that just shows like how much love like 4x does have for them doesn't matter how much money it is like people are there to see the show to see the boys to pay their tributes to them they love them very much and even like i got a few pictures with the boys and i felt like that was definitely one of my favorite experiences just to get to talk to them on a personal level and know how much we love them and care about them because they definitely do the same for us so when you were actually getting your photo because i think they also had a fan sign correct yes and then I have not been lucky enough to have real fan sign. I've had the behind the plastic fan sign where you wave or yeah. shake a rubber glove, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. And it wasn't really any signing going on. Right. So tell me, what is that? How does that go? Because it sounds really fun. Yeah, it was super fun. Very personable, I would say. The boys were super excited to obviously see fans for the first time. I feel like any group that was kind of debuted during covid their first tour was in the states they had never performed to their korean fans before so i definitely think that makes it a lot more special because i feel like with the power of the internet a lot of the groups that debuted during covid definitely got the attention of the states and international people to really promote them so i feel like they were super excited and they wanted to talk and laugh with each and every fan so when you were actually then what you went member by member or did you have to sign up for a certain member and yes. you actually gave them something to sign or they gave you something that yes. they signed it was member by member so we went through all 11 members all in a line and they all sat at a table we got these little cards with different photo cards in them and they every member signed this card oh how special yeah so it was very personable and they want to like talk but obviously they can't talk for so long because they're going through so many fans but it was still pretty special with that being said, it would seem to me, and correct me if I am wrong, that Lawrence would actually have been a little bit more intimate. I definitely feel like that. I didn't get to do the VIP experience um, in LA and not and not Lawrence. I did it more in Lawrence in LA just because I was working for press in LA, but just being there for Lawrence and seeing how personable they were with each and every other fan other than me was really special because you can tell that they really cared. So let's talk a little bit about press you had mentioned you were working there doing press i know that you had a press pass correct yes and let's roll back just a little or let's give credit to the publicist or the promotional public team that they have for publicity i have to say that of the majority of artists that we've reached out to for press passes and whatnot that this publicist and this pr group was probably one of the more responsive yes individuals or groups that i have had the privilege of working with i mean when we would email there would be a response or that individual would keep you keep and i updated. in the, yes and from a radio personality side of things that is such a compliment to me because 
I want people to know that I want to promote their artists, but I want to do whatever they require. And I just loved that responsiveness. And their publicist and, again, their PR group just seemed so encouraged. Is that that the right word? Yes, definitely the right word. Um, Yeah, definitely a shout out to Helix Publicity because they do their job very well. Also, shout out to Brittany Press because she's the one that got me the interview and talked with me. And she actually reached out to me because I used to do a lot of K-pop reactions on YouTube and I did them to Omega X a lot. And that's how she found me. It's because I was doing these reaction videos to Omega X and said how much she loved them. And that's kind of how it got to gear. But I'm definitely very responsible, very communicative, which is also like a big plus. And they just made the whole experience amazing. And I would love to work with them again. Well, I will personally reach out on this interview to say that if Brittany ever wants to come to Kansas City, I would encourage her to hit you up. I would be so, so accommodating to bring her down here, let her see the hospitality that we have here in Kansas City. I would love to meet her. I just, again, from my side being the one that does most of the emailing, it was just so refreshing. Right. So that's great. So let's talk about you in the press world. Uh, I know you have some other things coming up. Yes. And so let's talk about you, a female, in the press world. That's very different. Most of the time, if especially if you're in the sports world, yes, we have female sportscasters, mm-hmm. but the majority are male. Yeah. When we look at other things, even on our news station, yes, we have a nice mix of female and male that are announcing and being reporters. Mm-hmm. But in the music industry, yes. when I look at what's online, when I look at the various interviews, the YouTube channels, a lot of them are males covering artists. Right. Yeah. I think for me, not even just in K-pop, but just in general, like you said, there is a lot more males than there is women. But I feel like in K-pop, I've definitely seen the same thing, especially when it comes to interviews and press. And I'm definitely trying to break that. Um, that barrier just because I don't know really what that barrier is between not seeing a lot of more female like influencers in k-pop but I definitely feel like there should be more we need to just start I guess reaching out more and making it known that like we can interview groups as well what do you think one might need to do to help promote more females getting press passes having those opportunities for interviews like you had yeah I definitely think networking is definitely the most important even for me it's still kind of hard just because like I feel like I'm not a really big like people person when it comes to like socials but I feel like that's the main thing you have to do is really network put your name out there even if that's being on social media and telling people like what you do and how you do things I feel like just getting your name out there and telling people that you love this company and you want to work for these people will definitely get your name out there And it seems that, again, like the rest of the things that we have to deal with here in Kansas City, that most of these wonderful companies are in L.A. or New York or Atlanta. Right. And you're saying that we need to get our name out or your name out or the next person's name out. I do hear, I think you're saying indirectly, forming a relationship, like that, having that individual know who you are. Yeah, and being more personable with the people that you meet, even if it's at events, at concerts. I definitely think, for me, the best time to network is when I'm going to concerts because a lot of people will see me and ask what I do and then they're interested and that gets me them to follow me on social media and then they look there and see that I've done all these things and I feel like that also um, gets paid attention a lot. So I'm listening to what you've said about 
the things that you've posted on social media, would you say that the majority of what you have done as you've gone to events and you've volunteered or have you bought tickets and just somebody's hooked you in and said, hey, can you help us? I mean, how do you mix? Right. Um, I definitely think most of it is volunteering. I feel like that definitely gets your name out there more, especially if you want to be in that field rather than volunteering just for fun because you like the group versus you wanting to work in the industry. So for me, volunteering is more working in the industry. I want to be more hands-on with the things I want to do, like stage managing and tour managing. And as far as concerts, I feel like just knowing the right people or getting in touch with the right people when you're at a concert will help you a lot as well. How would one go about doing that? Let's say there's a concert coming that you or someone else that you know would like to volunteer with what do you recommend to contacting the, the the venue or the promoter or what would you recommend well usually a lot of tour companies when in this sense if k-pop groups are coming to the states or anywhere usually a lot of the tour companies will put out on instagram and twitter that they're needing volunteers so they will tweet those out they'll put those on instagram post saying hey we need volunteers for this stop and usually you'll just fill out like a google form doc though you'll put out your information and you kind of get picked that way and you can kind of work in different areas of that field during that show. So are you going to stay with Helix Publicity and then see if they have other groups that they represent or do they only represent Omega X? No, they actually represent a lot of other groups like CIX and Epics. A lot of groups, um, upcoming groups are uh, publicized by them. But I also do want to reach out to other people, even get into different genres, just because I kind of want to broaden my horizon with a lot of different things to get more into the music industry. So what is your next two, three months look like? What do you think you're going to be doing? Very busy, I would say. Um, I have a few shows that I'm going to be working that I can't say too much about yet, but there are some really big shows in K-pop that I'm going to be working next month. As 2023, I do have South by Southwest coming up, which is a really amazing film and music festival that is very popular in Austin, Texas. Okay, so I'm going to go out on a limb here. Do you feel that K-pop groups in Korea, South Korea, might be looking at South by Southwest? Is there a possibility? Like, would we ever potentially see Omega X or Wanus or CL ever at South by Southwest? I definitely hope so. In the past, um, my first year volunteering for South by Southwest was 2019. And that year, they had a showcase called Korea Spotlight. And we actually had Chung Ha and Icon perform that year. And in previous years, we've had J-Park, we've had DPR, we've had Red Velvet perform at South by Southwest in past years. So it's definitely possible. This past year, we had Bombing Tiger. and We had a lot of more K-hip-hop artists. They didn't bring that showcase back. So definitely, it is possible for any kind of group to do South by and I think it's also a great venture into getting lots of fans as well because a lot of people attend South by on the music side to get into a lot of new music. So I have one last question for you. As an individual who is very active in the circuits of concerts and the K-pop music world, where is the best way for us to get our information out from the radio side? Do you think having a on-air show is helpful or moderately helpful? Or do we need to be looking at internet radio? What is your recommendation? I really love on-air radio. I feel like also internet radio is very popular just because a lot of people don't listen to the radio as much anymore. But I definitely think it does help for people that do listen to the radio because we do not have a lot of K-pop radio 
I'm just on air, so I feel like it it is good. But I also feel like having internet radio would be amazing just because everyone's always on their phones, especially in this generation and with K-pop, everyone's on their phone. So I feel like it'd be a good way to promote more as well. So could you give me a suggestion? So this interview, which has been a really great interview, and I really now I'm regretting that I didn't go see a Mega <laughs> X. I'm so sorry, guys. I was going to go to the Atlanta show. Then I was going to go to the Orlando show. And then I missed them both because of some other scheduling things. So now I feel very bad. <laughs> what should we do or could you recommend for us to get this information about this interview how can we get this out to people definitely i feel like social media is such a big world when it comes to marketing so i feel like especially these days i feel like tiktok is very big with getting information across especially for me i feel like i find out a lot of things on tiktok also twitter is becoming more popular than it has been in a while i feel like a lot of people communicate more on Twitter than they do Instagram. So I definitely think Twitter and TikTok have been really, really big social media like news anchors for me as far as when it comes to upcoming events. So would you say we should put a little snippet of the interview on our TikTok site yes. and our Twitter site, and then we would then link it on to where we would have this actual interview stored, basically? Yes, 100%. Okay, okay. Is there anything else that you would like to add to our interview today? I just, again, I'm sitting here feeling very sad. I'm so sorry, Omega X, I didn't get to no, see they, you. No, they were so great. Um, I would just say, for I know I tweeted out that I was going to be on air talking about Omega X and sharing my interview just because I know a lot of people were excited and curious. Uh, the Omega X fandom is amazing. 4X are very powerful. They really love the boys and they support them forever, so... Uh, thanks for everyone for listening, especially the Omega X fans, just because they have been supporting them for a very long time when they weren't Omega X. I just hope everyone listening really, really, truly like loves them and keeps supporting them. And I think from the radio producer side, I would encourage, 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 encourage people to please, please, please download their music because the spins count. Yes. The agencies get the information that somewhere in Kansas City people are spinning or listening or streaming their music and yes. that even though it pays such tiny tiny it doesn't even give them a penny it gives them a percentage of a penny but the more you do it the more they'll see the spins and again it brings attention to our city which is what we're trying to do yes especially for all of the kansas city listeners that are k-pop fans if call in request omega x that that shows them that they're being played here that gets them back here sooner so that really helps us out a lot and for our listeners out there thank you Ari for mentioning that because we do have Spinatron here which is a very important royalties paid system that the company here in the station pays toward and it means more than just streaming off of Spotify or streaming Apple Music or doing YouTube right. anytime we can spin in the studio it gives more power to what we're trying to communicate to artists outside of here. Yes. So please, please call, please email, leave the station a message, whatever you want to do, so that people know that th their music is being requested. Right. Well, this has been great. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank and you. uh, I look forward to you coming to my studio again sometime. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Getting involved at KKFI can take many forms. Listening, volunteering, telling your friends, and of course, making a gift. Thank you so much for your support during our fun drive. You are KKFI. 
We cannot do this without you. Thank you. The other media does a good job of reporting on business. You get a lot about the market, CEOs, and even corporate scandals. But where's the news about the rest of us, the working people? What's it like to deliver mail or build a car? You get that right here on KKFI, on the Heartland Labor Forum. We cover the lives of working people, our jobs, unions, the laws they pass that affect us, and what happens to us when businesses screw up. Tune in Thursdays at 6 p.m. We broadcast Fridays at 5 a.m. Well, we've had a great afternoon with an interview with Ari uh, with Omega X. I hope you all have really enjoyed that. Yes, we do encourage people to contact the station. The studio line is 816-931-5534. We also have kkfi.org webpage that you can send an email in to request songs. Again, whether it's K-pop related or any type of music, the more we ask for our listeners to make requests and the more we play those requests, the more attention we bring to Kansas City. Getting back to the interview we just heard, I know that several song titles were mentioned at the time of the interview as well as by the guys themselves. Thank you, Omega X, for everything you've done. And then that will basically bring us to almost the top of the hour and it will be time for me, Megan X, to sign off. You've been listening to The Every Woman Show and I thank the listeners that were listening today because I thought we had a great interview with Omega X and Ari. And thank you again. And we will see you in another month.